Why did you start your business? We hear it all the time. The question, what'd you do? Why'd you do it? Why didn't you do it? I wanted more money. I wanted more revenue. I wanted to take care of my kids. I wanted to, what if you want freedom? What if you want freedom? You don't want anybody to tell you what to do anymore. I like that. And I like Craig Naledi. Next. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. So entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well, and maybe now more than ever, as people try to figure out what the new reality of of work and, and workforce solutions and opportunities and things look like. And so maybe there's no better time ever to get out and start it on your own, but it's not easy. We all know it's not easy. Some people make it look easy. You look across the street, millionaire has got the perfect house, the perfect car, the perfect dog, everything's great, but it's just not that simple. We're going to talk about that today. Entrepreneurial spirit, starting your own thing, running your own business, no matter what. That's grit. And I can't wait to welcome you to uh, Craig Naledi. Craig is the owner and founder of CrossFit 419 and the warehouse gym, both in Ashland and in Worcester. Um, And he is also working with a startup company called The Bearded Butcher, which is a seasoning company here in Creston. And they're going great guns and big things. And Craig's going to talk to you a lot about hustle because he's also the strength and conditioning coach with the football team here locally. And so he doesn't quit. And that's grit. Craig, welcome to Dash of Grit. Thank you. Really glad you're here. I, I, uh, this show is all about overcoming hard times, never saying no, and uh, never quitting. And uh, that's what we want to talk about today. And before we get into some of those stories of, of how you were able to do that, tell me what success looks like. Tell me a little bit about the gyms, a little bit about the business, a little bit about what you're proudest about as, you, uh, as you're owning these companies. Well, I started originally with uh, CrossFit Worcester back uh, this August would be nine years ago that I started that. And I was still working a normal job at the time. Um, <laughs> just kind of, I've always just kind of followed a direction of if I think something's going to be successful, I put my time and effort into that. Um, you know, so had two CrossFit gyms and then that mutated at one point into two CrossFit gyms and two 24 hour gyms. Um, and I sold CrossFit Worcester. I sold my other 24 hour gym, kept the two in Ashland. And then I just recently opened another 24 hour gym in Worcester. Um, so I guess I've always been open to like, okay, CrossFit was great for a while. The business was really good. Um, when the government shut us down and stuff, it really hurt the businesses. And, uh, as soon as we opened back up, I kind of started pursuing the 24 hour gym thing a little bit more, um, but yeah, anything in the gym world has always been my my passion. So it's never been difficult for me to put effort into working at the gym or anything with gym equipment or the fitness world in general. Yeah. And when people are trying to figure out what they want to do, if they want to start their own business, I'm looking at you. And if folks are watching on YouTube, uh, instead of listening on Spotify or whatever, you've lifted a couple of weights in your day, right? So that is, it, it's just something you love and wanted to do. Why why the gyms? Why the fitness industry? Why uh, why start these businesses? I think I started working out when I was 13 or 14. And uh, I don't know why, but every time I would see a gym or even someone's home gym, just my heart would race. Um, there's just something about it. So to this day, like um, I love gym equipment. I love the gym. Um, so I don't know. It's weird because my parents did not you know, growing up, they didn't really work out. They didn't exercise regularly. They didn't go to a gym. So I don't know if it was just something God put in me. That's like <laughs> the gym thing is your, 
your life. So I'm very passionate about it. Always have been. I don't know how else to explain it. And I think what's really drawn me to it is the idea that, you know, our bodies are the only thing we, we have. Really, everything else in this world can be taken from us. And uh, so I just think it's really cool that we have the ability to change our bodies and make it adapt and get stronger. Um, I just think that's the coolest thing. So obviously, that's what I've pursued just to bring it to everybody that I know, everybody in the community. And help me with one. You, you mentioned one thing that I can't get out of my head. I want to ask you about. You said I had a normal job. <laughs> normal job, not for you. What do you, th- what do you, what do you think about why, what got you into the entrepreneurial thing? Cause that's not easy. I honestly, I, you know, I've always told people when I was, you know, growing up, I was like, I'm going to own a gym someday. I'm going to own a gym someday. Mm. And I hit a point where I was like, just got tired of going to my, I worked for the government in different positions. I just got tired of going to work. I'm like, this is not what I want to do. I don't really enjoy this. You know, I was always looking at my calendar, like, when's my next day off? When's my next vacation? I'm like, this is not good. This isn't what I want to do. Like, I, I, I want to go do what I want to do. Um, and so I just hit a point where I was like, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to keep my job, but I'm just I'm going to open a gym. And whether it fails or succeeds, I need to at least try. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's it's grown far beyond anything I would have anticipated. I just wanted to open a CrossFit gym as like a hobby. And I was hoping that maybe, um, the membership there could just pay the bills and I would always work my regular job, but obviously a lot's changed since that day, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's go back through. I think that's a fascinating story that, that you didn't want to give up what you had. Like, I mean, I'm listening, government jobs pay, you know, maybe pensions and salaries and tons of benefits. And you're like, nah, I'm going to go open a gym. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, and, and I, I love that. I'm, I'm thrilled that you did. I'm interested that you kept the job while you opened the gym and then the, the, the gym, the passion took off. We can talk about that, but let's go through some of those hurdles share with people who are thinking about opening their own thing or doing their own thing or following their passion. Uh, what did you go through, uh, to actually get it done? Cause I know it wasn't easy. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't have, I don't never had a business partner. I never had like a financial backer and the only loans I ever got were for the buildings that I purchased. I never got loans for equipment or anything. Um, so, you know, I guess up front, money was a big issue because I didn't have any. <laughs> so it was just, like, <laughs> I got to do what I got to do. And there was a period of time where I remember I, I was welding, I learned, taught myself how to fabricate, do some basic steel fabrication where I could cut steel up, weld it, bend it, do some things like that. And uh, I was doing that on the side. I do that before work. Sometimes after work, I was just making like pushing sleds, strongman logs, farmers carry handles, um, just real basic stuff. But I was making it and then selling it on Craigslist just to make some money. Um, Cause my, I worked for the government, but the pay was not very good. Okay, um, It wasn't like I was able to, uh, reasonably, I wasn't, shouldn't have been able to start a business, but CrossFit was pretty cheap to start back then. So, okay. So yeah, I've, I've always done stuff just on the side, just to make extra money buying and selling equipment or building equipment. But see, Craig, I, I think that's what gets in most people's ways when they're trying to do something on their own is that hurdle of, I don't have any money. I got no business doing this. And yet they do it anyway. So let's not shortcut your yourself there. You did it. You jumped yeah. in. And like you said, I didn't have any money. I just did it. But it's not that easy. Like what, what did you have to do to make the money that you had to have to get that business up and running? What, did, what kind of grit did you have to show to make this into reality? 
I, I guess it was just, I knew I needed to make money and I didn't really have any other skills to do it. So I, I think I saw some people, just some basic stuff that people were selling online, like just gym equipment. Yeah. And I was like, man, if I could learn how to weld, I could do that. So I asked my father-in-law, he's got a welder here on the farm. And he, I said, can you just show me how to weld? He's like, sure. So we put a, each put a welding helmet on and he like struck an arc or something as a stick welder. And he's like, all right, did you see that? And I was like, no, no, <laughs> show me again, like, dad. <laughs> yeah. Like just take this, run it along that steel and try to stick other pieces of steel to it. And <laughs> I just went from there and I made a lot of stuff. And I remember I made, um, I was making some stuff for this lady and I was actually, I, I got up a few mornings at three 30 just to go out and weld for a couple hours before I had to go to my job. Um, but stuff like that, it's like, uh, you know, people always talk about you're not working normal nine to five if you open your own business or want to make some extra money. And it's like, you're not doing anything in the middle of the night. You can work then, you know? So it's not yes, like a long time, but I do remember getting my coffee and going out to the shop at 4 a.m. and working for a few hours before going to uh, my job as a, at probation. Um, so just, you know, stuff like that. It was just like, I think if you're passionate enough about something, you're going to do whatever you have to do to, to make it. So whether you have, I mean, you don't really need any pieces of the puzzle. If you're truly passionate about something, you're going to naturally just pursue it until you succeed. And, uh, you know, I've got some, my buddies, the bearded butchers, those guys, I tell them all the time. I'm like, anyone else in your position would have quit 20 years ago because their work is so hard. But I said, now they're seeing just massive success. And I thought, you can't fail if you don't quit, you know? So I think that's a lot of people. I think a lot of people start businesses. They want a business partner. They want a mentor. They want all this stuff because they're afraid they're going to fail. And uh, I understand that, you know, but it's like, you can't let the fear, of, you, you have to focus on what could go right. You know, yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't focus on what, what's going to go wrong all the time. So you just have to think, okay, think I can make this work. Let's just go after it. Yeah, because you just might, right? If you if you if you throw the coin, it just might end up heads. Yeah, because you know, in America too, it's not like you know. So so, what if you open a business and it fails and you lose your money or whatever? You're not going to die. Like you're going to be okay. You can go get a job. You can start over. And I think that's where I was. I was finally at that point when I when I chose to start my business. Is I was like, I'm not going to be that guy that's 70, 80 years old someday and just live with regret that I never made an attempt, you know? Um, I just thought that's not fair to myself. I was like, I'm going to try it. If I fail, great. I, at least I tried. And I think that's what a lot of people are just missing is they want to do things. A lot of people want to do things, but they just, they just need that little push, you know? And my little push was the fact that I just got so tired of being told what to wear at work, when to come to work, how to work. And I was like, I don't even like this job. Like, why am I doing this? Craig, I can, I can, in my mind, hear people just slamming their computers down right now and walking out and telling the boss to just shove it just after listening to this going, I've just had it. Craig yeah. says I can do it. I'm going to go do it. So, so you, you opened the, the gym and you had dreams for other gyms, but yet I have this image in my head of you opening a gym, walking in, you're the only member. Like how, what, 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 uh, what was that like actually trying to get it started and how did, how were you able to kind of generate some traction? 
Yeah, um, just social media back then. I had, you know, a Facebook page or whatever, and I just kind of told people, hey, I'm starting a CrossFit gym. It's called CrossFit Worcester. Here's the address. Here's when our first class will be. And uh, just some friends and stuff showed up. Some other people from town showed up. And it was a really tiny little place with minimal equipment. But I think the people must have realized, like, all right, this dude's really into what he's doing. So I'm going to stick around. And, uh, you know, just word of mouth. I never paid for advertising. I didn't even have a sign on the building when I opened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we moved all the equipment into that gym with our with my father-in-law's cattle trailer. Like, you know, back then, that's all we had. So, awesome. um, yeah, started off with barely, you know, basically what I could afford. And I remember at the time I was working at a, at a uh, sex offender treatment facility in Worcester. And, uh, I told my boss, I was like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to open a 20 or a CrossFit gym. I said, I'd like to still work here, but I can't work the hours you have me working. And they're like, well, we don't, you know, sorry, we don't have anything for you. And so I quit, took a really big pay cut and went to work at job and family services. And, uh, just so I could work like a set eight to four, you know, mm-hmm. so I coach CrossFit before work, I would go to work all day and then go back to the gym at night. And I remember when I signed the lease, um, for the space that I was renting between my lease and all my expenses at home with the family, my paycheck was not enough to cover everything. Um, you know, so I think back on that, most people, you know, that would have been like too much for them to handle thinking, well, I've got bills that are greater than my income. Obviously that's not a good recipe. Right. And, but at the time I was like, I don't care. Like (laughs) I just got to make this work. I got to figure this out. Yeah, but what does and that mean? I don't care. What What did you do? I I mean, I got enough members when you started breaking even with the first month, I think. Just made it work. Yeah, so it was like, I, it, and I guess it just goes, like, my, my daughter was six months old at the time. My son was two years old. So it was like, you know, it's the cliche, there's never a perfect time to get started. <laughs> that was probably one of the worst times to get started, but, like, I it just had to happen. You know, I was just at the point where I jumped around to a couple different jobs thinking, well, I just need more money. I just need this. And none of it made me happy. So my work experience on my resume kept getting shorter and shorter. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can't keep doing this because no one's going to hire me. They're going to see that I'm not working anywhere for very long. So I told my wife, I said, I just got to start this and go with it. And she's, she's always been supportive, of course, but I think the last straw that made me finally open the gym was my mom i was talking to her about it and she just finally said just do it like just go for it and if you fail you fail and you can do whatever from there but and and you you don't seem i've interviewed a lot of people and a lot of wonderful people and and i i define success by uh having a dream and not giving up on it yet so it doesn't matter how much money they make and they're in different stages of this thing, but every one of them is a little wound, little, little wound. Like I'm a businessman and I've got to make it work and, and I've got to get it done. But you know, Craig, is that part of your secret to success that if this thing just, if COVID shut you down and you weren't able to open the thing and you just find something else or is it, is there something deeper inside of you that's driving you? Well, you know, I, I guess, um, my faith probably has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, as a Christian, I think, um, you know, God's in control of what's going to go on in my life. So like he's given me certain gifts and intelligence and wisdom. 
and I can use that to the best of my ability. But if he wants me to do something else, that's what's going to happen either way. You know, if he wants me to do well in business, I'm going to do well in business. If he wants me out of the gym industry next month, that's what's going to happen. You know, so I guess it's easier for me going along because I know because I have that faith that like whatever direction I'm going to go in is what's supposed to happen. Um, so I don't know. I guess I just always like I said, I started with CrossFit, just one gym, then I had two. Then I had a guy randomly walk into my CrossFit gym. He's like, hey, I don't want to pay for CrossFit. Can I just use your equipment? And that's how the 24 hour gym got started just something that easy. And now that's really my main business is the 24 hour gym, you know? So I guess it's like, I'm not like too attached or holding on for dear life to really anything. Um, just cause I, you got to stay open to what might be next. Um, yeah. 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 Keep on pushing for whatever you think is there and what you think you've been called to do, but be ready for whatever you're really supposed to do. Right. And then hit yeah. that. Yeah. Cause if I was like, I mean, you know, I'm very passionate about the gym. I care about it a lot. So I don't want people to think that. Um, but if I was like life or death attached to it, that would, the stress would be unbearable, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, because there's so many factors in business that you can't control that you just go nuts, you know, thinking it's completely your responsibility, whether you succeed or fail, you just have to do the best you can and make the best decisions you can. and see where that takes you. Yeah. And I think that's important. It's a really important point. I, I think it's helpful. I'm hoping the people listening to this will, will just kind of take a deep breath and go, you know, just do it. Because Craig, mm -hmm. I can tell you're extremely passionate about your business and you want great things and you want people. I know you a little bit just through people who know you. Um, you want people to succeed and do better and change their bodies and live better lives. And, and um, I, I think it would hurt terribly if God took it away from you tomorrow. But this strength that you have, this confidence of, I'm going to be all right, no matter what is freeing. And it allowed you to do uh, what you're doing now and how you're affecting people's lives. And so tell me a little bit about the, the future you're opening. You've got the, the two gyms now. What, what's the next thing for, for the warehouse and, and for CrossFit 419? What's next for you that you're going to have to overcome, show some grit to kind of perse persevere and get through? Um, well, you know, uh, haven't really talked about it too much but after i got into the business world and stuff you know i kind of realized like i i just wanted freedom like that's really all i wanted like what drove me nuts about working for other people was being told you have to go to work at this time you have to do this you have to wear this this is when you can go home you have to ask to go on vacation mm. and i was just i don't like that like i don't like it at all and so my whole goal i guess when i realized okay i think i can do this gym thing full time my whole goal was just freedom. Like I didn't have a financial number I needed to reach. I just was like, I want to get to the point where I can plan my schedule. I can do what I want every day. And so I'm very cautious at this point with messing that up because I have that. I have the ability to come and go as I please and do my job when I want to do it. And so I'm not going to overextend myself to the point where I put that in jeopardy just to try to make more money. Mm, good for you. <laughs> I was in trouble is they like, okay, I make this. Now I want this. I want this. I want this. And it's like, you're never going to be happy if your whole goal is money or things or cars or boats or whatever, you know, what truly I enjoy is just the freedom I have every day. Um, so I guess going forward, I really don't know what that holds, but I really like having my gyms and I like being involved. Like I just love to be there and see other people 
um, enjoying the gym. Like that's, that's what I get the most enjoyment out of is just seeing a ton of people in the gym working out and liking the place. Um, the money is of course great. You know, that's, that gives you the freedom, but mm-hmm. not, I guess that's my secondary focus is the money. It's like I, the freedom is more important to me. I'd rather make less money and have a free schedule than make double the money and have a set schedule where I have yeah. to do. Yeah. And so the idea, sometimes you hear about it in business. If you're not, you know, if you're not roaring, you're, you're losing, you know, if you're not growing, you're, you're, you're slowing down and, and you can't do that, but yet you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're a slave to the, the business that you created. Is that kind of what you're trying to figure yeah. out here? Yeah. I mean, my gym is that I think that's why I like the 24 hour gym is because I just, I love gym equipment. So I love just buying and selling and trading and upgrading the gym. Um, Cause both of my gyms are really big facilities and I just like having tons of different equipment and making it better and improving it. Where with CrossFit, there's very specific equipment that they have and you can't, it doesn't like there's, I can't just buy more equipment. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can only have a new kettlebell or dumbbell. Like it, there's nothing else I can really do to grow that business. So I think that's why the 24 hour gym is attractive to me. It's like, I work at that, but I'll go, I might go for a week or two and not really do a whole lot. And then three days in a row, I'm driving, picking up equipment, swapping stuff out, doing all this different stuff. And that's what I really enjoy is the variety of my schedule and just being able to pick and choose what I do and focus on. Craig, that's fantastic. And folks, I'm glad you met Craig. The Dash of Grit podcast is brought to you by Spire. Spire creates results-driven digital marketing and websites that help companies grow. Are you ready to break through the barriers that hold your company back? Take your growth higher with Spire. Learn more at spiread.com. Craig, it's so refreshing to have you tell this story because you are being successful. It, it looks effortless, but I think it's because you have so much passion and so much drive. And isn't it more fun to wake up in the morning and go do something you love than it is to, to put on the suit and tie every day. And I just thank you for sharing that story. And I really hope that you've, you've inspired some folks. If you, um, if you had a little bit of advice for someone that's just just in their normal, as you put it, normal job and wants out desperately, but just doesn't know what to do, kind of what would you tell them in a, in a real quick summary? Just do pursue whatever you're passionate about. Like, it doesn't matter what you like doing. You can figure out a way to get paid to do it. I mean, all I ever like to do is work out and be in a gym. And no one ever really told me, hey, why don't you open a gym? Like, that was something I want to do myself. I'm like, I don't know what this looks like exactly, but that's what I'm going to pursue. And that's what I'm going to do. And I think, you know, we only get one shot at this life. So every single day, you know, if you, I I wouldn't encourage anyone to work somewhere that they hated going to work because that's a big part of your day. So, um, and I get it. Not everyone wants to open a business, but if that's, if you have any desire to do so, I would encourage you to just jump in and do it and give it a shot because what's the worst thing that can happen? You go back to your job. I mean, that's not so bad. I don't think. Could be a lot worse. Like you said, it's America. We're not going to (laughs) die. We're going to get another chance and away we go again. Right, Craig? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to do it for you. I think a lot of people have this idea, like someone's going to come along and be like, hey, here's a perfect business for you. It's like, Mm -mm. that's never going to happen. You have to go create that, you know, take a risk. Yeah. Um, It's worth it. I, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. 
Craig, if someone wanted to talk to you about your gym or about uh, your experience opening business or any number of things uh, that they might find interesting or you might find interesting, how would they reach out to you? Probably just my cell, um, 330-466-2176. Call or text me. I I do enjoy talking about business. I don't know everything, but I've, uh, especially in the gym industry, I've seen and made a bunch of mistakes and stuff and um kind of have a good idea what's going on there but i enjoy talking about business with anyone just because i think it's interesting and mm-hmm. it's just uncharted territory most of the time so it's yeah. kind of fun to talk about every day's brand new isn't it you'll learn something from talking to somebody who wants to learn something from you <laughs> and all we got to do is be open to those yeah. things so i hope people will uh check you out craig thank you so much for being on our show i really appreciate the uh conversation i wish you the very best of luck and maybe we'll talk about you at least again here soon maybe we'll talk about that bearded butcher seasoning business yeah. uh because i know it's going through its own challenges and doing great things as well so uh, congratulations to you and best of luck to you moving forward thank you this is dash of grit folks if you need more stories of uh, inspiration overcoming odds to get to success. Uh, You'll find 80 or 90 of them here on this website. It's dashofgrid.com. We'll be back next week. Until then, stay gritty. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. 